Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. Well, that means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Oh, uh, let's go. Are you gonna live your life wondering, standing in the back, looking around? Are you gonna waste your time thinking how you grown up or how you missed out? So, this week, uh, this is coming out on Monday, and we just experienced NFL wildcard weekend. Um, One game was competitive for a little bit. Unfortunately, it was the team that I root for. <laughs> um, uh, I, I saw losing. I saw no minutes of of Wild Card Weekend, uh, but I, I I thought about you guys because I, I Max knew you is were clapping at you not watching it. I, I knew you were watching at least some portion of it, if not maybe all of it together. Um, and, and I had a thought that sort of brought me back to uh, an episode we did many months ago uh about teams and specifically when fans refer to a team as we um and i've I've been thinking about this in sort of a new light in uh the last time you know in regard to the last time i was up visiting you guys in arlington sure um max we kind of give you a hard time a lot about uh, rooting for a bunch of different teams or, or mostly for, I guess, for feeling like you have to have a rooting interest in order to watch a game. And so I, I've been thinking about it in that light. And I, I want to know more about that and, and more about sort of the different ways that we watch sports, express fandom, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know, Max, and and I was because I've thought about it too. Um, it, it's like I think the real question is 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 it is it definitely harder to watch sports if you do not have a rooting interest in the outcome? I think that's the real question. Do you feel like why am I watching if I don't have a rooting interest in the outcome? Uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's just it, it, so it's it, if something is on. But at the same time, well, if something is on, oh yeah, go ahead, Sean. So what I would say is that that's not the question. I think we probably all knew the answer to that question, based yeah. on the way that we experience football with you, Max. Well, that's probably the answer everyone. Mike, it's not. No, uh, it's not it's for not. me. It's it's not for me either, and that's why you get nothing out of having a team you're rooting for in the game. It doesn't add no, anything. No, 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 no. That's that's that's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, you have expressed that it is hard for you to watch something without having a rooting interest. I'm saying that that's not the case for me. I think Pierce is saying that that's not the case for him either. So really the question that I come come in with is not whether it's harder for you because we knew the answer to that already. I want to know if you've pondered why it's harder for you. Uh, that's where I want to go first. I get. I guess I just get more enjoyment out of out of rooting for a team because then I I feel like I care more about a game and I get more into it. But I would again, I would think most people would give that answer. That doesn't 
That doesn't seem odd to me. I, but, I guess I don't understand your perspective as well. Well, it's, it's odd to me because... I, well, not odd. I, I understand where you're coming from. I'm just very used to kind of the same mindset as Sean is, is I'll watch a game that's on, especially something like football, because I enjoy football or, or basketball. I'll watch whatever is on because I like the sport. I like seeing the sport play yeah. well. I could watch... I could watch a UVA if UVA had a football team. If if they had a game on, and it, you know a football game, a sport I enjoy, I knew it probably wouldn't be well played, so I just wouldn't watch it. Um, or if UVA's basketball team, which they do have a basketball team, but they're getting close to maybe not having one. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, if they're playing a team, if they're playing the Robert Morris game or whatever, I'm less likely to watch. So sure, I. I prefer there to be a good product out there as opposed to something I can root for. Just that. Yeah. And I think for – I can think of a few different reasons why I don't have trouble watching a game where I don't have an explicit rooting interest that we can we can talk about as, as this all unfolds. But for me, one of the first things that jumps to mind is – particularly in the case of football we all have teams that we are actually fans of and i guess to me i mean i'm really uh, for for all of the major american sports and for uh english for premier league soccer i, I don't really watch uh the other domestic leagues too much they're a little hard to find on tv um i have well-defined fandom preferences in every single one of those sports one or in the case of baseball two teams that i would say i am a supporter of this squadron um and i feel like in a way uh, approaching it the way that you do would almost, to me, would feel like it would cheapen my fandom for my teams a little bit. Do, do you ever feel like that at all? What way is it that you're suggesting I approach it? I'm, not, I'm a little... Uh, you when, when you ask Pierce, what NFL team do you like? He says, the Giants. When you ask me what team I root for, I say, the Saints. The last time I asked you what team you rooted for you named about nine different nfl teams well i don't know if that's really fair because if you ask me what team i root for there's only one answer but you don't give only but one you answer. you asked me what other teams i liked I, mm, I i i don't think that's how that went but i mean i'd say i root for two nfl teams but there's a number of others that i like and then there's obviously you know there's players that I like, although that's probably more through. I, I think football. I think maybe a way to express this uh, is is that you your yours gets kind of broader. Like you have you know you have the Patriots definitely, but but it's a it, it it's kind of it it can inflate a little bit to include more teams. I think that's I, I like to have a rooting interest in a in a sporting event that I'm watching. Although this has reminded me, actually, that I saw a commercial, I think, a little early, but they always occur right around the beginning of the year, for the Masters. And when I watch golf, I don't necessarily root for someone. I kind of just look for good golf. So, you know, maybe it's maybe it's dependent on the sport. 
or game, I'll say, for some people. I suppose. Uh, yeah, that that makes some sense. Like um, tennis too. I, I usually don't. I mean, there's some tennis players that I like, but when I watch tennis, it's it's usually just to watch good tennis. Right. Maybe that's because I I've played golf and tennis, and maybe that's why I can relate to the 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 more uh you know the better performance and one. Okay. I I guess I guess the difference like. So you would say that you like a bunch of other teams in the NFL, and I would say I like the Saints, and then I like football. So I, we're not necessarily approaching this a different way. I guess I just don't. It it also occurs to me that you you've given reasons for some of the other teams that you've liked, and maybe for me some of those wouldn't uh, wouldn't like check the box of I like this team. Like the the Falcons and Julio Jones, like you enjoy watching Julio Jones because you get to put Paul Simon on the record player when he scores a touchdown, and he's, he's and a you've said, football player. yeah, he is absolutely. Yeah. But no you've also him. said that you like the Falcons, and I don't, I don't think I, I mean, I I, I suppose I'm. It's not my place to say whether you do or don't like a team, but if that's your reasoning behind liking the Falcons, like I, I wouldn't call that liking the team. So, so I have an answer for you. Okay, and it, it kind of goes back on to a question for you, which is: I would say that uh, of all NFL teams, they're pretty much all on a spectrum. I either like or dislike them all. That's hmm. how I'm looking at it. So I would ask you: Do you dislike every other team? Because there's teams that I really no. dislike. So then there's teams that I don't dislike as much. So if I don't dislike them, then I guess by default I like them. That's how I'm seeing it. See, the, I have a lot of teams. I have like four or five teams that I dislike for, for various and sundry reasons. And I've actually gone back on some of those. I've, I've reevaluated and said, uh, I don't really care about that that much anymore. But for me, I, I'm usually... the third the third option is not some sort of gradation of like versus dislike. It's that's just another team. Yeah, there are there are actually I, there's a few in the gray area. Probably. I don't care about the Miami Dolphins one bit, positive or and, negative. And I had no particular feelings about to use continue with this example. I had no particular feelings about that game today. Until I started watching the Steelers defense just try to kill everybody on the Dolphins, <laughs> the plays over. Let me try to rip your head off a little bit. Oh, is after the whistle, and then I'm kind of like, I, I, I'm, but that was more I'm opposed to their humanity as opposed to their football playing, which they kind of converged. But yeah, usually I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. It's a fo- it's it's a football game. Uh, you know, if I mean, sometimes that makes things like the Super Bowl kind of hard because. Usually people, you're in a room and a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, I've got money on this team or there'll be a Ooh. little bet. Or as we, we've done before, which is the, the little, the side bet counter thing. But, but that's, that's slightly different, I think. I'm glad you mentioned gambling because that, I, that to me is probably the strongest sort of enforcement factor of, of liking, you know, quote unquote liking teams. Uh, that are not your main your main you like group. Teams that win you money, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, or and or you that's... well, you like teams that you've bet on. Yeah, and and I think maybe maybe that's part of it is is this has been a problem that people have been faced with for a very long time, 
and that's why you do have the gambling is because people are like why the hell am I going to watch this game? I'm going to put money on it. I'm going to call I'm going to call that guy down the street that's a little weird because he's the bookie and uh we're going to put money on it. I mean, yeah, I, I saw Silver Linings playbook. I know how this works, right? <laughs> so so that gets actually that gets me to to one of those things that I, I said I was going to talk about with, with the reasons why I don't find it hard to to watch uh, a sporting event in which I don't have an explicit rooting interest one way or another. Uh, and you, you, you mentioned, why would I watch this game? And for me, I think part of it, and, and I recognize this in myself, with the exception of hockey, I played all of these sports for some not insignificant portion of my life. I played like youth rec league soccer until I was 10 or 11. I played baseball until I was 13. And then I played football and basketball in high school. So maybe one of the things that makes it easier for me to to watch a game that I don't necessarily care about on an emotional level is that I can recognize things that I've done. Like I I can recognize, I can sort of pull out memories as I watch some of this stuff happen. And I, I wonder if that's, you know, if that has some effect on it. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't play, did I play any of the four major sports? Like, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, did, I mean, like in, in middle school, I was on the, the soccer team when I was in sixth grade. So that barely counts. And then that mm-hmm. was it. So, so for me, it's just been the whole time someone who woke up and watched Sports Center. So I just got used to watching sports, and that yeah fills my. It's a filler in a lot of ways. I probably should have read books instead, <laughs> or learned how to code. I mean, you did. And then you read books too, though. Yeah, I, I did read books, but I think I read the wrong ones because <laughs> if I had read the right ones, you know, maybe this table would be made out of nicer wood, and someone would be bringing my, my tea right now, but. Alas, I, I messed up. God. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go I'm cry this, now. You guys continue talking. This is this is clearly a puzzle with a lot of different pieces, and and it's sort of a different puzzle for everyone. I I'm not suggesting that. I'm not so I'm not suggesting that I am. The, uh, that I'm like the blueprint for this or anything. It's just, you know, whenever whenever I watch sports with you, Max, like I I. I feel it. Like, I, it, it seems like we're uh, – it's apparent that we're watching in a different way. And, um, and one thing one thing that I think should be made is it's it's not like one of us is watching it better. Correctly. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not what this is at all. It, it, it's, it's really we're sort of pure – We're just watching it differently. You are more involved in watching <laughs> or you're involved in a very different way yeah. um, than Sean or I. But we will probably perceive things or – I shouldn't say perceive. We will observe things very differently than you because you are able to say, like, what does this mean to me? And we will say, what does this mean to the game as a whole? And me becomes we becomes your team. I'm so I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because that's the other thing that that I will will root for that I don't think necessarily like I might want a team to win a game. But that, to me, is also not the same as liking the team. 
because, for example, I don't like Ohio State or Michigan football. But I want Ohio State and Michigan to win all of their first 11 games of every season. I mean, unless they're playing one of the few teams that I actually pull for. Because uh, final week Ohio State-Michigan matchup where both teams are undefeated means that you're looking at a game that's featuring, at worst, like the number three and number four ranked teams in the country. So, like, for me, I can, and I think this is maybe a thing, you know, for Pierce too as well, and and, and probably for you on some level, Max. Like, rooting for storylines, you know, that just it sort of comes comes back to my my sports writing you know exploits and 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 wanting you know if there's a a good story you know if there's a good angle uh, something is much easier to write um so i think about it that way too isn't that what uh sam hinkey talked about in the si piece a little bit is is kind of the 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 power of the narrative and i feel like that bothered him a lot i'm sure he did can i be honest i didn't read it Oh, it was it was it was um it Sam, I was Sam Hinky upsets me. Inter- interesting. We I, we've me. discussed this some before. Like I I I understand what he did from a from a basketball perspective, but mm-hmm. a, as we talked about with Kevin, like it's a, you know, this is also a business and you have you have fans that are are watching this team just play it's a dumpster fire of a team that is, you know, was four years away from being four years away from making the playoffs. And it's just, it, you feel for those fans. And I guess that's, I guess it's a narrative thing too, but it just, that sucks if you're paying for six or season tickets and they're putting out on the floor, the team that they're putting out on the floor and Sam Hinkie is saying, trust me, this is going to pay off long after I've been fired and we've spent your ticket money. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think the, the narrative point, though, is, is important for this in watching because I feel like you don't have to think about it, Max. You will just watch the game that is there as presented to you. It doesn't have to fit into the bigger, this bigger puzzle piece, like us wanting them to each win – uh, Ohio State Michigan won the, the first 11 games so that they can have that titanic matchup. If they're playing Illinois, if Ohio State's playing Illinois and you were like, yeah, I'm in Illinois, you would just, you would take it as it is. See, but it's interesting because I thought of actually the, the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. which I, while I was watching it, I was thinking, I don't know who to root for. That yeah. thought went through my head. Okay. So I'm curious. And at the end, I did, I ended up not really deciding and just saying, I just want whoever's losing to score because i want a better game and it ended up being a fantastic game yeah uh so i'm curious like does that thought go through your guys's head while you watch teams that you don't necessarily root for or does that not even cross your mind absolutely i want every game i watch to be a fantastic game yeah but the thought where i said i i can't decide who to root for no that thought no. literally no i can't decide i who don't to have root that for. pretty much never no um I don't know, unless Boris Diaz on one of the teams, but then I just root for the team with Boris Diaz. I'm also someone who I think I I think I root for players more than I do teams. I, I think that's 
I think that's part of it. Like, if if Eli Manning had gotten, well, he did get drafted by a different team, <laughs> but if he had gotten and stayed with a different team, I would have rooted for that team. That would have been my favorite NFL team. That's that fair. Just, um, but I've also followed him for a very long time. And I do that with other sports, too. Um, I mean, like, I, I don't really care about the Celtics. I love Isaiah Thomas. He's fun. He's really enjoyable to watch. Um, but... Uh, fr- from a flip, you know, from the flip side of that, I, we're talking about: Do you ever have trouble with who to root for? When you Max, so you probably have as a Patriots fan teams that you don't like, right? Uh, yeah, that's that's correct. So, when you watch, say the Jets play a team that doesn't necessarily fall outside, you know a team that you dislike less than the Jets, at least. Um, are you actively pulling for the other team? Like, let's let's say, I don't know, the, the Texans. Are you rooting for the Texans? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, unless contextually I shouldn't be for some reason, but most certainly, probably, yeah. Okay. You mean as, you mean as opposed to not rooting for either team? Or are you saying, or, or am I or, against the Jets? Right. So I, I go to one of those, too. Like, when I watch the Falcons play, because I dislike the Falcons. Naturally. Just as a rivalry thing. Of course. When I watch the Falcons play the Broncos, I don't think I want the Broncos to win so much as I think I want the Falcons to lose. Right, but that's the same outcome. Yeah, but I think the framing is really important. I I don't uh, I'm not a Broncos fan just because I rooted for the Falcons to lose to them. You know what I mean? That's fair. Then in in the scenario you gave, I'm rooting for the Jets to lose. And if the Steelers are playing the Ravens, I'm rooting for both teams to lose. <laughs> State good old stadium year. sinkhole scenario. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I, I, so I, no, you're right. I I would be rooting for a team to lose. But then in my head, then logically, I am also rooting for a team to win. So I'm rooting. There's a rooting interest. Okay. You gonna, All right, that's fair. Were you going to ask something earlier, Max? Uh, it's a bit of a... I, I, I was just curious. Um, when If Eli, when Eli leaves, will yeah. you still be a Giants fan, or do you not know? Uh, honestly, at that point, as I've watched this weekend, I, I, I don't know that I'll continue watching football. That seems like an extreme thing to say, but like, as we've discussed before on this podcast, like I, I just I feel weird watching football anymore. Um, I, I sort of know what you mean there. So, Sean, I, this reminds me of the, the thing that I would sometimes, sometimes get frustrated with my grandfather about. Um, there will be a bowl game, and an SEC team is in the bowl game. And my grandfather will root, and they'll be playing. For the SEC you know, team? Yeah, and it will be LSU. And I'll be like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> and, and, I think, and I think my dad would have – I know my dad would agree with me. Um, but, like – I feel like sometimes people do that. They're like, i got to root for my conference. It's like, no, you never root for your rivals or teams that you hate. I just right. couldn't, just like you again, would never root for the Jets, Max. You just don't do that. Maybe, but I've rooted for the Dolphins before. Yeah, you you actually do root for the Dolphins yeah, with that, some consistency. That's one of your teams. Well, yeah. You like, you like underwater mammals. I, I liked, understand. I liked Dolphins growing up, and I liked their colors. You liked Dolphins, like... Lowercase <laughs> d dolphins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Aquariums in general. 
Aquariums. Aquariums, yeah. Fair so the race, are you a race fan? Um, not, not really, no. Um, <laughs> well, they have cool colors as well. Like off, off kind of weird colors, not just like red, white, blue. What about the What about the Marlins? Yeah, Marlins. They got the Marlins horns. are kind of cool. Yeah. What Marlin is not an underwater mammal, though. It's a, no, it's not. It's a good point. Um. <clears throat> okay, I, I I feel like I understand this a little better. I mean, so this is a. I, I guess we'll sort of have this moment of of truth on the on the pod uh, this is a, a thing that I've, I've been curious about for a while um, because I when I think about how it's easier for me to watch football without a rooting interest because I played football and, and, and can recognize the motions and, and that sort of thing you know Max I know you didn't play you didn't play in high school or or, or anything like that, and not middle school. Yeah, but you you which that alone baffles me. You mentioned that before. <laughs> I find that didn't, unbelievable. I didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, he he was just this this pale blonde puddle after the end of the third practice, and they said, "Well, was you there? Why don't you play um, uh, offensive line?" <laughs> it's like I don't that's... know if that makes sense, Coach. <laughs> that's what I played, and you and I are are assembled oh, very differently well, well aware. it was one of those scenarios where it's like you know the the coach was the quarterback's dad it's like all of his friends got to be the ball carrying position it was really a slimy situation <laughs> what's the that shady world of middle school football were they sneakily from there no was it <laughs> uh, what's your reveal anyway, yes what is oh this? yeah so i i'm i'm going to be a little armchair psychologist here you seem oh, to have man. kind of come to football, you know, in a in a bigger way relatively recently. And I I had a thought that I I imagine is probably off base, but is any of that like you know how much if any of that is like through your brother because he's obviously like we've met him he's a huge football fan. Uh, he's a huge sports fan. Sure. He's- Probably a bigger basketball fan than football. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, basketball is yeah. Okay, I, I mean, it does. Does that come into the calculus at all? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. If if there's a game that I don't particularly care for, but someone I'm interested in has basically told me who to root for, even if it's you know, it could be my brother, but it could even be one of you guys. If, if one of you is rooting for a team and I don't care, I'll probably choose to root for that team because i get a lot more entertainment out of Mm -hmm. the sport when i'm when i'm rooting for a team and rooting against another team i feel like you have said that before is is you will root for teams because you have a friend who likes them i've Mm -hmm. that's never occurred to me ever except for the one time where well no i didn't even it was just the next day and my friend who went to kentucky no, actually, I'm not going to – I actually can't share that. Um, but he had a very good experience after Kentucky won the national championship, and I was happy for him. But I didn't root for Kentucky because I knew it would make my friend happy. 
Yeah. But did you root against them for a different reason? Or no, did you just I just not root for I, a I team? just as I did this year, I probably didn't even watch the NCAA championship okay. game that year. That's... <laughs> and I like basketball a lot. Yeah. I just college it's team yeah. fraud. No, I mean I think you you've definitely made a, a point there. And I, you know, I the way I grew up watching sports was pretty much just it was always on, but it was always we were watching we were following specific teams. Or I was at least when I was the watching. Sox. I'm sure my brother was watching every every game ever. Um, yeah. But, you know, if I was watching a, an NFL game, it was a Patriots game, and I was rooting for the Patriots. So, um, but yeah, I, I think you're definitely onto that. But yeah, in general, I just say I, I value the result of the game, perhaps maybe more than you guys do. I think, and then yeah, I think that's a value fair assessment. The actual play more. I don't want, that's, maybe that's unfair. Um, I, I don't think that's. Because I definitely unfair. like the game. It's not like I just, you know, there's some people that. Especially, especially if you want to get into fantasy football, there's some people that don't even watch the games; they just watch the stats come in. And I'm not one of those people. I like to watch the the sport, but I also care about the result. I mean, I'm that way half the time, just because I don't have, I don't have, you know, I didn't buy an antenna to watch over the air, so I, um, and I don't feel like going to a sports bar every Sunday and spending a bunch of money to be able to watch football. Cause that's kind of why I canceled my cable package. Um, so I can get by. That's the other thing I, I I've been thinking about this. Like I, since I canceled that subscription of the three of us, I probably watched the least sports uh, as they're happening, but I also don't feel like that's damaged my, ability to be a fan of the sports or, or of the teams that I follow. I, I mean, uh, do either of you feel like not watching your team every week would, uh, would harm your ability to say you root for that team? Uh, no, I, I think that I, I follow my team as I, as I can, because that's the thing is, is being a fan of a team for me. And we've kind of described these different fandoms. Um, we are, it, it's like a it's going to be a constant investment there's mm-hmm. and however i keep it up i don't even have to keep it up because it's already always going to be there even if i go away for a little bit or don't watch a while or you know i'm still a fan of uva football even though i don't want to ever watch one of our games as long <laughs> as i live it's the team it's the college football team that well one of the two but it's the college football team that that i root for you chose them and they chose you yeah i it was really the Man, this is going to get dark again. But the the planets must have aligned, and they were all you know facing the other way at the same time when I was born, and, and that's just kind of how it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with with Pierce on that. I'd say it doesn't impact it. But then that gets a little bit into like the the definition of fandom. I've heard people you know call people out like, oh, if you can't name ten players on your team, then you're not a real fan. And it's like I well, I, I just go really. Go I don't have care. Time with I don't particularly care about I'm analyzing concerned. people's fandom for the most part. Um, I don't either. Although I think I think a, a, a lightened up version of that is kind of true. I, I mean, I think yeah. like you. So yes, there, there's a there's a line somewhere. Well, yeah, there's there's you know, a criterion from, beyond. I watch their games sometimes. Well, you're from the land. Well, you're not from the land. I'm from the land of Red Sox Nation. You grew up around actual Red Sox fans. I grew up around a lot of people. Oh, who all you of grew a up around bandwagon Red Sox fans. Okay, yeah, all, all those people. Which I'm like, you are the worst humans. You are the worst humans. 
Um, and those, that's more like, that's more the thing where it's like you have no idea what this team is. You just you you rooted for them. I, I know um, that feeling. I come I come from a family of pretty uh, pretty soft Cubs fans, so they, they were you know uh, very a very fair weather group. Uh, and this October happened to be pretty fair weather, uh, so you know there was there were many uh, family group texts about. The World Series, uh, all, all of the all of the cousins received a Cubs hat for for Christmas because, you know, we were told how can you not have a Cubs hat the year they won the World Series, um, so, I I I know that feeling too. So I think actually, uh, Sean or one of you said something earlier that that struck a point with me, which was something along the lines of like, oh, I'm a basketball fan or something. Yeah, and I thought of it for a second, and I would say. And uh, before you berate me, I would say I am not an NBA fan, but I would say I'm a Celtics fan. And maybe fan isn't even the right word there. But to clarify, I would just say if I'm, I will root for the Celtics naturally. If I'm picking a team, I, it's the Celtics. See, and but I, I don't actively follow the NBA. My so if someone that... said, "Are you a Celtics fan?" It would depend who was asking me. But my answer would probably like I would I would think about it. It wouldn't just be like, "Yeah, I'm a Celtics fan." You know what I mean? The way you've described your NBA following, that makes total sense, which is I have a team. I am somewhat connected to this team. It will be my connection. But when but, I hang out with my brother, I watch Celtics games with yeah. him. I but you don't, Celtics, but you don't, but you don't love, you're not, you're not, if a basketball game's on, you're not just going to sit there and watch it because you like basketball. No, I think that's, I think that's kind of more in line with, with how I approach a lot of fandom. Mm-hmm. Though I do. But when golf is on, I'll watch golf and yeah. I won't pick up. I won't necessarily be rooting for someone. So I maybe, yeah, it's just an interest in different sports. Yeah. And then also a different interest in teams and then an interest in players. You know? Yeah. Those three things kind of all go together. I, I think it definitely varies by sport. I mean, I, I think about me, like, football. Football is probably the easiest sport for me to watch non-Saints teams and be perfectly fine watching it without caring because i mean you know face uh football players are are behelmeted on the field they've got you know face masks so they're in a way they're kind of the most anonymous and interchangeable um you know you flip one one channel to another and it kind of looks like the only thing that changes is like red jerseys become green and you know the white jerseys with blue trim become white jerseys with orange trim, um, but like I, I think basketball is maybe a little a little harder for me to to watch other other teams because you know the opposite side of that same coin there are less people on the playing surface at a time there. You know, they're a little more, a little more recognizable. I don't know. Um, I, I think it's a good point that that it's it differs for everyone and it differs for different reasons. Sure. And, and to bring you back to a point you mentioned earlier, you were talking. You kind of brought it back to the whole the we teams, referring to your team as, mm-hmm. as we. Uh, where where did you want to go with that? Uh, this was just sort of sparked by yeah. uh, hearing hearing through the grapevine that it, you may have referred to the Seahawks as we last night. 
Was it the Seahawks? It was the Seahawks. Oh, okay. We? We? Yeah, you did say that at one point. You did refer to them as we. That doesn't... <laughs> In we... what context? Because I was... No, 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 no. It was for the Lions. Lions. <laughs> it was the Lions. He was rooting for the Lions. And <laughs> you said And you said, and you said we are in the first quarter. And I was like, this is too soon. You haven't had time to incubate your love for them. And I was concerned. I'm, cu- I'm curious about the context there because I don't recall that. Yeah, well, you were you were you were all very in on the Lions, and I'm like, what is wrong? <laughs> Who roots for Detroit? I mean, well, I like. Detroit. I was rooting against Seattle. Yeah, why were you uh, rooting okay. against Seattle? Hmm? Because I don't like Seattle. You're scared. <laughs> scared. Woo! Well, the team that the 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 you know the team you're scared of lost today because of Aaron Rodgers. I won't. Uh, whatever. I don't have to watch yeah. anymore. I, I don't recall referring to the to the Lions as we. That actually very much surprises me because I I had a, well, a different I, that's take why, on what I would say. Yeah, is a that's, team. it surprised me too. Did did everyone? Uh, well, the other people in the room were also rooting for the Lions. Yes, you are all rooting for the Lions. Yes, see, because I would say that I refer I to a team as we understand. if I'm talking to someone who I know is also rooting for that team. That's when I use we. Hmm. It was fascinating. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That's, uh... But I don't remember that. I, wait, hold on. No, I didn't enjoy it because the game was like awful. No, the game was awful. That's no, why we, I didn't enjoy we had it. To, yes, and if you're not rooting for a team, that game could have been would have been worse. And that's why they invented beer. And it was even worse because I was rooting for the Lions. That's, actually, that's a really good point. That is why they invented beer. Yeah, and that's why they sell it during the ads. And oh. and and very much at the games. Yes. Mm-hmm. Woo. $14 domestics. Mm-hmm. Huzzah. All right. Well, I think that's been a, a fruitful discussion. Um, if you guys want to tell us about your experience watching teams that you don't necessarily root for, come and find us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretty OK Pod and let us know what you think. Now it is time, as usual, for that magical segment, Pierce is Sorry. What's on tap this yeah. week, man? Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, on tap is great because, you know, we just mentioned beer and advertisement. And it thinks of it makes me think of the thing that uh, I did this week. And, and Max did it, too. Um, which, oh, he looks perplexed even though we discussed this. He knows what's going to happen. <laughs> um, so I, I'm... So we went to Taco Bell during halftime of the Packers-Giants game. Oh, dear. Um, and got ourselves some tacos. Max, when's and, and to clarify for those of you listeners who aren't aware of when this podcast was recorded, uh, we ate Taco Bell approximately two hours ago. <laughs> I think it needs to be clarified. So, I, I'm, and we're still, still here. to the Diablo sauce. Oh. oh, the Diablo sauce. I thought yeah, it was the best. That stuff was pretty good. It's, it's nice smoky. Anyway. Anyways, so we went to Taco Bell, and uh, we each bought three tacos. We bought the the double stack tacos, which yes. are uh, nacho cheese. What is that? What there's it's no, there's nacho crunch, nacho crunch, cool habanero, cool habanero, spicy sweet, spicy sweet, and then there was a, a shredded chicken burrito in there somewhere too. No, that was yours. Oh, I, I did not get one. But we each got the three tacos for science. Now here's the for problem, science. and this is I'm not I'm not apologizing for getting the tacos and eating the tacos. Maybe Max wants to apologize, but that would be a you know, as I often do, a self-apology. Um, but I apologize because we were both duped by marketing that's going to make Roger Goodell money. You know, the advertising there. We gave in to the advertising. 
for the for the for the ginger hammer. We gave right into that and went out there and bought that Taco Bell. But the tacos, I really liked one of them. Did you? How many did you like? I'd say I liked two of them. Yeah. What was your number one? The 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 spicy sweet. The spicy sweet, which I'm pretty sure is a taco with sweet and sour sauce <laughs> it was, on. It was oh, weird. God. It was a taco with a, 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 a sweet and sour sauce on it. Yeah, that different, is... but delicious. Oh, woof. Um, I wrote up a full review on all of them, actually. You did? Yeah. Really? But go on. What was your? Yeah, I mean, my second was the the second one was the not the crunchy not. What that is was it? your second. Yeah. It was the uh, nacho crunch, which, by the way, is a. So these are all the hard shell tacos with a, like I think a layer of some kind of sauce and then a soft shell around that. Oh, there's also and then cheese in the nacho oh, crunch one. Yeah. There's all the regular beef and lettuce and cheese stuff, and then that one has. I think those red Fritos for the crunch and yeah. nacho cheese for the nacho. But they're just red Fritos. Right they're not actually... Do uh, you want to read that for the people I, at home? I can if you think I should. But what was your... That was your second choice? The the not, the not crunch one. Right. And then your third choice was the cool habanero. Yeah, just See, so I would have really switched those two. But the cool habanero really just tasted like a normal Taco Bell taco with yeah. maybe some sour cream on it. Yeah, a lot of sour cream action. Um <laughs> I can read this if you're interested. Yeah, I read brief. it. So I went with uh, chicken burrito, shredded chicken burrito. It was good, well-balanced, uh, fairly mild flavors, a lot of rice and tortilla for carbs, which was nice. The three tacos, the best was the sweet and spicy. It was weird, uh, sort of like a taco with sweet and sour sauce on it. Different, but delicious. Cool habanero was okay, nothing very interesting, sort of just tasted like a normal taco with sour cream. The nacho crunch was one of was very nacho cheesy, too much for me, but the Fritos add a pleasant and interesting crunch. So we'd kind of already, you know, reviewed that I, stuff, I, but that's the, how fri- I the Frito those. one, it, the red things in it didn't have any flavor. They were just like... No, they were totally flavorless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine flavorless Fritos. As was the mild sauce that I got. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, this must just be an easy way to add calories. But then uh, our intern looked it up, and there are no calories, no calories. in the mild sauce. So yeah. I don't know what I was adding. It's flavorless and I, I apparently calorieless. Oh, my God. I'm really looking forward to next week when you guys apologize for going way deeper than we ever needed to go on a podcast about taco bell we can do subway next week oh god let's not no, we... i'd rather i'd rather we didn't <laughs> no we're not gonna do subway even though <laughs> i just got a bunch of coupons for it uh um, use those as kindling yeah well speaking of kindling do you have uh do you have some a big idea from pop culture in this <laughs> this cold weather we're in god. to uh sit in front of the fire of as we burn coupons that was a weak transition uh, but I do. I, I, we needed to get out of that. That yeah, oh, bell believe hole. me. Thank you for. We were uh, in the belfry. I. Okay. Uh, <laughs> to close it out this week, um, uh, you know, as a as a former uh, as a former writer, perhaps aspiring uh, future returning writer, uh, as a frequent reader of Deadspin, um, the ongoing saga of the uh peter teal funded hulk hogan lawsuit against gawker is fascinating to me and has been a fascinating thing in my life for several months now and i i happened upon uh i subscribed to will leach's email newsletter uh, like two weeks ago um because I, I enjoy his work. And and he included a link to 
uh, a feature that Esquire uh, ran in their most recent issue about AJ Dolario, the former uh, the former editor of Deadspin and then later Gawker, who was running Gawker.com uh, when the Hogan sex tape was posted. He, he put it up. He oversaw exactly. it. He put up. Yes. Um, and, and he became sort of infamous for uh, d- during during a deposition for the Hogan trial um, was asked if there was a situation where a celebrity sex tape wouldn't be newsworthy. And, and, and he, he gave what seems like was probably a really smart ass answer and, and, you know, said basically that at a child celebrity under the age of four was the only situation where a celebrity sex tape wouldn't be newsworthy. Uh, you know, so uh, clearly the guy doesn't have a good reputation right now. Um, no, you, you should, just as Hulk Hogan got out of character for that trial, it might have been a good idea for him to get out of the Gawker character in that answer. But go on. Um, so this feature is is really fascinating because it you know it, it sort of looks at his life uh, as a as a drug addict and an alcoholic and, and someone who uh, had had a really horrible experience as a child that I, I don't want to spoil because I want you to read this. Um, so, it, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily change my, my view of him. I, uh, it certainly doesn't really change my view of him in the context of the, the Hogan thing. I, I, I think that maybe he shouldn't have posted it, but I also think that, you know, he and Gawker, Gawker Media were pretty badly railroaded, um, but but we can we can save that for another time. Uh, His the, the he's also mentioned in no small part in the New Yorker profile about it that um, Jeffrey Tubin wrote, I believe, not that long ago, which is also fascinating. It looks at what what the freedom in the press really means anymore and yeah his and the little tidbits about how he has no money and doesn't know where it went his, is, his uh, bank account like the his bank it froze all of his assets yeah um and with a ne- with a negative balance and he doesn't know where it went right so like you know the guy you know nick denton the the founder of gawker you know clearly suffered some in in this trial you know he had to go into bankruptcy he had to sell gawker uh gawker media but he he's gonna come out of this fine and and you know delario's in really bad shape right now financially because of this uh but just you know between so between jeffrey tubin's uh piece in the new yorker and and this feature on aj delario by maximilian potter in esquire uh, I highly recommend some reading about the Hulk Hogan Gawker trial. Um, and with that, I guess that is the end of the show. Oh, please do link that uh, in the on our I, website. Yeah, I will put that. Good. Um, this is, gives me an opportunity to plug this. I will put that in the uh, in the posting for this episode on our website, 
prettyokpod.com. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at prettyokpod. And uh, you can drop us a line at itsprettyokay at gmail.com if you have a topic you'd like to hear discussed or if you have a topic that you might want to talk about with us at some point. Uh, we would really you appreciate that. Tell us the appropriate way to uh, prepare green tea. Max was telling me some stuff earlier about it. I I I will not be sending an email to it's pretty okay at gmail dot com about that because I don't want to find out how wrong I've been doing that. Well, someone someone else will send it to you, and then you'll feel <laughs> like there you you'll go. feel enlightened. There you you'll go. Feel enlightened. Um, you can get this pod on our website. You can also subscribe on iTunes. We would appreciate if you did that. And if you yes, like the dude. show, please uh, give us a rating, leave a comment, and tell us why you like it. Tell some friends about it. We would we would love to uh, to reach a few more ears. I, I think you know. Hopefully, we're we're doing something that that people are interested in. Uh, so, if you have friends that you think would like what we're doing, uh, tell them about us. Direct them to iTunes. Direct them to the website. Um, we would we would love to have them. Uh, that, I guess that's it. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. Thanks for listening. Thanks.